This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 4 of Civic View, your exclusive source to the inner workings of your local government. We created Civic View to inform and educate our community on all things Crestview, and we are excited to keep that going with another season of spotlights, history, events, and all the awesome things that make Crestview such an amazing place to live. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. Uh, Every episode's an awesome episode, so I guess I should say again like I did in the last one, thanks for just joining me, Uh, not for another, but just for an awesome episode. Uh, This episode, we are going to um, focus on an organization that um, I learned about over the last couple of years. I think it's a really awesome organization, Um, and it was something that I didn't really think of as uh, a need that uh, people in our community have, um, but then once it clicked, it was really, uh, you know, thought-provoking for me. Um, so to tell us all about that is, um, well, Diane Freeman. Diane, you are the executive director of the Bed for Me Foundation. Is that correct? Uh, correct. Yes. And I pronounced your name right. Oh yes. Okay. Yes, it's an <laughs> it's easy. Always, it's an easy one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, it's always risky. I don't, you know. Um, and also, actually. Um, we have uh, Chief uh, McCosker with us as well from Crestview Police Department uh, because he is a member of the board for a Bet for Me Foundation. Is that right, Chief? That's right. It's good, good to be here again. Good chance. Yeah, no problem. Um, first, I just want to say thank you both for taking the time. Um, I know uh, both of you are busy, so I appreciate uh, taking the time to come by and talk to us and talk to the, our community and let us know kind of what's going on. Um, first, uh, Diane, I'd like to start with you. Uh, kind of... I guess kind of just explain to everyone what a Bed for Me Foundation is. Sure, yeah. Um, We are a nonprofit, 501c3, and we provide beds to children in both Okaloosa and Walton County that do not have one of their own. So we found children who are sleeping on the floor, they're sleeping on an air mattress. Um, A lot of times we have parents and siblings paired up in one bed. And we receive referrals um, through local social service agencies, schools, churches, and we also get a lot of self-referrals. Families will just find about uh, find out about us through an internet search or our social media or a neighbor or a coworker. And uh, once the family has been identified through an application, then we go to the home and we do an introductory visit. It's just kind of another level of vetting, and it allows us to see the space and make sure that there actually is a need. And then during that time, we're developing the relationship with the family. Um, Just kind of find out more about them, possibly find out some um, of their other needs, though we're not there to serve their other needs. We can steer them to, to different resources. And then after the introductory visit, we go back another day for what we call the bed celebration, and we take a full bed kit to each child that we serve. So that includes a twin bed frame, mattress, sheet set, comforter, and a pillow. So everything you need to have a bed of your own? Everything, yes, yeah. Uh, I saw on your uh, website, which we'll talk about in a little bit because there's a few different resources that are there. the bed, the bed kits are are a donation of three hundred uh, dollars. Is what it says should 
it, do it, the bed kit. Yes, if anybody is interested in sponsoring a bed kit, um, it is $300, and that covers everything that I just listed, and it also helps us with some of our overhead costs as well. Okay, I know um, before we had started, the uh, chief had mentioned that uh, you all are you you all have volunteers or you need volunteers. How does that work? Oh, yes, we're always looking for volunteers, um, not only to help us on our introductory visits and our deliveries, but of course, volunteers to help us at events, host bedding drives. In fact, we have a meeting coming up in Niceville. Um, August 11th, it's a Thursday, during the lunch hour to recruit volunteers who may be interested in helping us with bedding drives. Okay. So, um, all right. So I want to, I want to talk about that, the drives and some of the other stuff, you know, we, you know, we, we spoke, we have a list of things here, but first I kind of want to go back to what I mentioned in the intro and, um, chief, you can speak on this, Diane, you can speak on it, however you guys would like to do that. But, um, this one was kind of an eye opener for me because I did not, I, I know at a chamber breakfast, um, you all, you'd spoken and I was, and I had picked up a, a flyer, I think it was on the table and it was an interesting concept, but it really wasn't until I had, um, impact 100 on, and they were speaking about how you all had won a grant, um, in 2019, um, that I got a better understanding of, you know, I, I really took some time to kind of process it and think about what not having not having a bed i mean that's just something that a lot of people i imagine um especially here in the states just take for granted oh yeah ab absolutely yeah, that's, that's that's a that's something that, that's huge and, and and yes we do take it for granted i um part of the reason that that, that I, I sought out this organization was uh um back from um, earlier in my career when I was working for the city of Ocoee, I, I remember the first time I actually got a call to a house and, and uh, um, it was just your, your regular run of mill type of call. And, and obviously you get invited into the house and, and we sold the house. And, and when we got to the, uh, the children's room, uh, there, there wasn't a stitch of furniture in, in there at all. It's just, and, and, and this was, um, Middle class America, you know, what wasn't wasn't for just underprivileged. It was middle class America. People, you know, just trying their best to stay middle class. And and and, and as a young man, you know, in early twenties, to to see, you know, the you know uh, two three children living in one room without with without a bed, it 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 was something I really had never thought about before and couldn't comprehend. And 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 when you actually start to think how important your your bed is to you, you know, you have a bad day. You go lay down on your bed. You know, you want time to think. You go lay down on your bed. You know, and and, and so it's, it it really becomes your own personal space. And and to to know that there are, are children out there and teens out there that that don't have that that that, that safety um, um, little nest. It, it it really is something that 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 stirs you and moves you to to want to help out. Yeah, I you know, um, you you think about food drives you think about clothing drives you think about school supply drives um shoe drives all these all backpacks you know all these things um constantly you hear those you see them everywhere uh but the bed itself is not really something that you think about honestly um and but once i like i said once i really started processing it i i just it so many things clicked like for instance this is that's your bed. That's your space, right? Like you said, you have a bad day. You you could go there. You know that. Um, 
uh, outside of just sleep. We, d- we do other things um, in-, in our homes, especially when you're a child, you don't own your home, right? You don't have that sense of ownership. But I imagine that having that bed and getting that to have that experience, you know, provides you with, uh, I don't really have a good way to put words to it, but just a, a kind of a freedom, I guess, maybe. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, it definitely a, a sense of ownership, too. Uh, one of the things that, that Diane had mentioned was is that um, they don't just go there and drop off a bed. There, there's like a pre-meeting where, where they go and they, they talk to, to the, the child or teen that's going to get the bed. And, and, and at this meeting, they, 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 they start, you know, they start to unfold what, what this child's actually about. You know, so, so obviously with... with uh, with some children, it's all about the video games and, and other people's about Star Wars and, you know, whatever their their thing happens to be. And, and so the our, our volunteers, and, and which are the backbone of, of the organization, they, they go out, they speak, speak to the children. And then we have other volunteers that, that specifically go out and, and, and look for the most affordable, but also the most uh, uh, relevant bedding. So they're not just getting, you know, here here's white sheets or blue sheets. They're, they're actually getting something customized to, to them. And wow. so, so it really creates their own space, uh, you know, not, not just uh, this is your bed, but, but, but the bedding, you know, it, it really gives it that pop uh, um, where, where they're getting the, their own space and, and, and it gives them a sense, sense of, of ownership, to, you know, to that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, again, that was another one that I hadn't really thought about, but you're right. You know, when I was a kid, my bed, I had Star Wars sheets. Speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking New Hope Star Wars here. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that that's just a, so. So the fact that you all take the time to make sure that that this is more than just a utilitarian need. You know, yes, um, yeah. And for a lot of the children, this is the first time that they've ever gotten to um, pick out, for lack of better words, anything new or that is their own because it's usually they're getting secondhand items or or hand me down. So it really it really is a special part of our program, just like the chief explained. Um, it makes it it makes a huge world of difference to each child that we serve that they're not only are they getting a new bed but it's a bed just for them yeah i I mean yeah uh so i guess so we have a better kind of understanding of what the foundation does um can you uh diane could you give me a little bit of kind of like background history like how why why is this something that someone decided one day hey i think this is something we should do how do we do it yeah, and, and we actually have a, a, a good story about how we got started. Um, I had read in a magazine about a, a similar organization who was doing the exact same mission, and but they were in a different area. Um, but the young lady that started it, she was 18 years old. She wasn't sure what she wanted to do with her life. She wasn't sure college was the route. And she just happened to go to um, see the movie The Blind Side. And there's the scene in there where Leanne Tui is showing Michael Orr his bedroom and his new bedroom. And he says, I've never had one before. And she assumes that he's talking about a bedroom. And, he, and she says, oh, you mean your own bedroom? And he said, no, a bed. And so this young lady walked out of the movie theater knowing exactly what she wanted to do. She wanted to start a nonprofit that provided beds to children. She was based in Atlanta. I read about her in the magazine. I honestly could not stop thinking about it, Um, thinking about the whole mission, thinking about her at the age of 18, deciding that she wanted to do this. And we were, I was with a few friends at a coffee shop and um, we started talking about it. 
And one of the friends was a social worker. And I said, are there children in our area that don't have beds of their own? And she said, oh, you wouldn't believe how many, which everybody is always surprised with that. Um, And we just started talking and it was a small group of ladies who saw a need, honestly could not stop thinking about it, thought about how simple but yet important a bed was for anybody, but especially children. And um, we just kind of started in motion, seeing how we could do it and serve our neighbors. I'm, I don't remember that part. I mean, I kind of vaguely remember that part from the blind side. Probably it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there are many people in our community that are thankful that you that she saw that movie and that you saw that article. And I mean, I, do you have any, I didn't prep you for this one. So if you don't, it's fine. But do you know about how many um, beds you've provided? Oh, at this oh point? yeah, absolutely. We stay on top of that all the time. Um, so we have served over 1800 beds wow. in this area. And that's, so I know that you started in Okaloosa and you've expanded to include Walton County now Cor- as well? Correct, yes. So the majority of those beds have been served in Okaloosa County. And we just moved into Walton County last year, 2021. So we have served um, over 50-some beds in in Walton County already. But the majority of those beds have been in Okaloosa County. With the city of Crestview being one of the um, one of the cities that we serve the most. Okay. Um, well, first of all, thank you. Um, you know, thank you for our community and from our citizens. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say thanks very much. <laughs> um, but uh, so, um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. This is this is just one of those things that when I when I thought about it before and when I knew you were coming on, I was just going to be like, it, it's one of those that just makes me go, I need to be doing more. <laughs> like I'm not doing enough in my community. I'm not, you know, I do a lot for the city, but I probably need to be doing more just for the, for the public in general. What can I be doing? Um, so if there are other people listening to this or there are other people thinking about it and they want to help or they want to figure out how to donate or those types of things, how, how do they go about doing that? Um, just about, we have, a whole list of needs, so we need just about everything, um, and we love to bring in new people to this mission, especially to go on our bed deliveries, because we can tell you about it. We can show you pictures of all the happy kids once they receive their beds, but until you see it firsthand, you really don't get the full impact that it has on the families that we're serving. Um, of course, we always need monetary support. You can go right to our website and make a donation online which is a bed, the number four me.org. And we do have a couple fundraising events coming up. Um, our annual dinner of dreams. It's our l- largest fundraiser is Sunday, October 4th. And you can find more information out about that event on our website as well. So let me ask you a question real quick on that sure. one. So that's one that's coming up. Um, so how, how does that work? Do you do you have to buy tickets online or? You do, yeah. And there's a link right on our website or okay. through our social media to go. It takes you right to Eventbrite to to purchase tickets. Um, and pre-COVID, that event sold out every year. So if there is anybody interested in joining us, I, I wouldn't wait too long. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we can get tickets to that. I think that would be a good thing to do. Uh, my wife and I. Um, so, so you guys, I, I noticed that you had a lot of information on your website. Like you said, it's a, a bed, a B E D four, the number four, and then me, me.org. Um, there were ways on there you could donate directly, um, ways you could sign up for volunteering and just some stuff about your overall organization. 
I also noticed that you had a Walmart wish list on there as well, or a link for Walmart. Wish we list. do. It's a registry um, similar to like if you were going to purchase for a wedding or a baby shower. And there's a link on our website and it goes directly to our needs and our wish list. Um, okay. And you can purchase through Walmart and it gets shipped directly to us. Yeah, I know some people, they not to say anything about any organization some people just prefer to know exactly what their donation goes to or how you know exactly how that works so sometimes those those lists like that are a way better way um because it just gives people a sense of i know exactly what my money went to and you know yeah and and a lot of people like that um that personal involvement a little bit more than just writing a check and so we appreciate anything cool um so I know uh, a couple things we didn't cover. I want to round back to so uh, this um, your foundation serves children ages two to eighteen, and your website actually says low to middle income. Uh, so it's not just um, who we you would as the chief had mentioned. You know, um, you think oh who doesn't have a bed? Well, it must be some of the poorest people in our community, but um, apparently not. No, no. And um, the families that we serve, almost, I would say almost 100%, 99% are working families. Um, they're headed by possibly a single parent who's working one or two jobs, but we have plenty of families that we serve, uh, just like the chief mentioned, that have two parents in the household, both are working. And it's just tough to make ends meet. Uh, living expenses are high. Uh, they're paying for daycare so that they can go to work. That's another bill they have to worry about every month. Once they've paid for their rent, uh, their utilities, food, clothing, there's for a lot of our families, there's just nothing left over sure. and to consider to consider a bed. Yeah. Um... And uh, real quick, as part of our process, we really don't have any qualifiers. Okay, for our families, that's where I was going to go. Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't do income checks or anything like that. Um, what really the only qualifier is if they're in a permanent home, meaning that they're not in any type of transition situation, and if it's an inappropriate sleep space, we will provide that family a bed. Cool. So, yeah. uh, so um, and and as I mentioned before, uh, so if if someone's not sure how to reach out or if they didn't get a referral, they can do that also through the website or through your social media, I'm, I'm guessing. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we have a contact section on our website. Okay. They can send us a message regarding anything, quite honestly. Yeah. I imagine that would be, you know, we, we talked about the children, but I, I imagine that would probably could be challenging um, for parents or, or family to reach out in one of those situations because you're struggling with working so hard and trying to just, you know, keep your head above water to use a, the, you know, I don't know what that's not a, what that's saying or whatever, you know, but, um, I, I imagine there are some parents that probably struggle with wanting to accept the help or, or, you know, being kind of nervous about reaching out. Definitely. Um, and there's a pride factor involved for, for a lot of our families. Um, but these are families who who want better things for their children, better things for their environment, better things for their homes. So they will take the initiative to find us um, if they haven't had a referral through an agency or something. Um, so they, while there's definitely some pride involved, and we always keep that in mind, they, they really are looking for, for assistance for their children. Um, 
And a big part of our program and um, our program director, Claire, one of the things that she's just really good because she's the one that's going to the to the homes for the introductory visits and the deliveries um, is building that relationship with them, gaining some trust and really makes the emphasis that we are there to partner with them so that the, this is their process. They take some ownership to it. And, um, and hopefully we give them just some, some pride in being able to walk beside them and help them. Yeah, I, I imagine most parents just are happy when their children are happy, right? Uh, yes, yeah. yes. And, and I know from, um, I follow you all on social media, so I, I know from some of the posts and things like that that I've seen the, some of the kids that, uh, you know, families agreed to allow you to, you know, put them on social media, they're just, they're, their faces, the genuine joy on the kids' faces are is very much like you know this isn't fake. This is very legitimate. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's something that that um, a picture might be worth a, a thousand words, but but actually seeing it is, is worth worth a million. Um, you know, because uh, the the children are are very active in the entire process. Obviously, you have the initial visit where we talk to them, figure out. What, what they what their interests are um, but then there's a delivery day and, and you know it, the, the child is heavily involved in that and that's where that that parent pride comes in because they, they get to step step back watch their, their child help unload the the bedding from from the truck you know bring it to to wherever their their space is you know we, we um you know they we obviously help them but they they unbox the the frame and uh, the frames are, are very simple you know just a couple of screws that they, they have to be loosened wing nuts have to be loosened and then puts it gets put together with you know obviously we 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 help the child do that and and put the mattress on and put the sheets on and so so um you know you get to see a snippet of a picture you know that happened after everything's together but but it doesn't capture uh what the volunteers get to see and what why why it would be good to volunteer for this organization because you get to see you have that immediate gratification of seeing what, what you know how how you've impacted that child because it's not just one smile it, it's it's the giggling and it's, it's the excitement <laughs> about putting it together and it, it, as you're you know helping they're helping you unload the 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 van they're they're, they're explaining to you how they've been waiting for you all day you know, looking out the window, and 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 so so, uh, um, you know, it, it's it it's an actual experience for for the parent because they get to observe all that for the volunteer, and and then obviously the the, the main beneficiary is going to be the child. So it, it's a it's a whole to do, um, and and it's one of those things that that um, volunteers are a backbone, and and uh, um, it, it's a once 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 you get them get them to one. Uh, um, you, you know, bed delivery, uh, it, it, they're kind of hooked. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not to make, not to make a lot of a serious subject, but every time I have the chief on, he's recruiting for something. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I'm mostly joking. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sitting here figuring out when I can <laughs> volunteer and help, uh, put beds together. Um, so uh, is there, I mean, is there, we have a, a couple more minutes here. Um, is there anything um, that we didn't uh, mention that you want to, uh, you know, let the public know about or? I, I, I 
it's it's an awkward thing, but I'd I'd really like Diane to take a minute to to go ahead and, and because we are so volunteer driven, brag on the organization and, and how how it's grown in the in the past two um, two years, you know, with, with with all of its achievements and then all of its uh, forward mo- uh, momentum, and, and and just to give everybody an idea of of uh, how we're how we're growing and and and, and the the uh, trajectory that we're setting. Yes, yeah, thank you. Um, of course. A bed for me started in 2018, and we just kind of got up and running, and then COVID showed up. Um, we were obviously still a very new organization. Um, it was a little scary. We weren't sure how we were going to survive COVID, just like all the other nonprofits in the area. Uh, we had one of the biggest blessings we could have ever been given. Um, in 2019, we were awarded the Impact Grant, and along with that grant, we got a cargo van, which has made our our process and our system much more efficient. We're able to get beds out a lot more quicker than we were before we had the van. But also with that grant, uh, there was funding for 438 beds. So that included the mattress and the bed frame. Having that grant during COVID, like I said, was the largest blessing we could have ever been given because... We knew no matter what happened that we could at least get a bed out there because we had the funding from from NPAC. So we could continue the mission. Um, As it turned out, our community, as it always is, was wonderful and generous. And and, and in addition to the NPAC grant, people just people, businesses, organizations stepped up and and really supported a bed for me. And once we got through COVID, we sat back and we realized that we had our process down. Uh, we were more efficient than we had ever been. We had great support from the community. And expanding into Walton County had always been one of our goals. And we just kind of looked at each other and thought, this feels like the right time. Um, so we had a, a couple, few key people who wanted to help us expand into Walton County, we reached out to them and they provided us some resources and some um, some support to do that. So we were very excited to, to announce that we could now serve Walton County. It was hard for us when we'd get calls, even from other areas, not just Walton County, um, from families asking for a bed. And we'd have to say, oh, sorry, no, we can't do that. We're not serving that area yet. And we knew there was a, a large need in Walton County. So that's been a great step for us, exciting step for us. Um, and we just continue to look down the road and look at our other surrounding counties and um, and wonder and dream about when we can move to those counties as well. So hopefully there'll be more of us in, in the future. Uh, I mean, I hope so, too. I imagine there are children that don't know it yet and families that don't know it yet, but they're, you know, they'll be they'll be. Uh, impacted, for lack of a better word, um, by by what you all do. And I'd be curious to know, you know, uh, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, some, some um, a boy or a girl, you know, that's super successful and they can stand back and they can go, you know, part of what helped me get to this point in my journey was I got to go from sleeping on the floor to having a bed in a space of my own. Yeah, and, and that's part of our dream is um, – is not only possibly changing the environments of the homes that we serve, but possibly changing some futures. Sure. Um, 
uh, I first I just want to say thank you both for taking the time again to to be here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate you having um, us. Yeah. Uh, and um, this one's a bit more somber, but it's happy too at the same time, right? You know, uh, like I said, there I, I imagine that there'll there'll be so many people uh, who see the benefits of this before it's all said and done. When you guys, you know, are in half the counties in Florida or Florida, <laughs> Alabama, Georgia, you know, have the, the whole Southeast or even further than that. Um, Let's just start with the pan. <laughs> Chief's like, now y'all don't know. Chief's sweating over here thinking about how many volunteers he's going to have to get to. No. Um, He'll have to retire. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, you know, I, I, again, like I said, thank you very much. I, I want to say thank you to everyone that listens and takes the time um, to engage with us. Uh, I'm going to say it every single time. Local government has more of an impact on you than uh, the other governments that affect you in your life. I promise, no matter what I promise. And as always, we want to hear from you, whether you're uh, happy or mad with us. Um, please let us know. You can uh, always reach out to me at PIO at cityofcrestview.org. Um, you can also find... Uh, the foundation at abedforme.org and on social media is it, is it at abedforme? Okay. Um, and then thank you WAZ and WJSB for helping me get these out on the radio on Saturday mornings. And thank you to everyone else that listens. And um, thanks, Chris, you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.